Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Believe in Bengal podcast. Yours truly, Solomon Wilcox. Right now, I'm joined by former NFL tight end Clay Harbor, also a contestant on The Bachelor. So I'm sure you all remember this, brother. Uh, Clay, first of all, how you doing, man? Good, man. Good you to enjoying be on here the with sights you. and sounds of Super Bowl 58 on Radio Row? Man, I never got to play in one of these, but it's just the, the atmosphere here, you know, being around all the old guys, seeing the old teammates and coaches and just feeling that energy, you yeah. know, the energy, because everybody knows the game's coming up and the networking, everything out here is just great. Well, we got to talk Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and we got to start first with the wide receiver room. We're going to get to the tight ends. Yeah, in a yeah, minute. yeah. But look, um, it looks like they could be breaking up the trio of receivers. Tyler Boyd looks like he's about to hit the free agent market. T. Higgins may hit the free agent market. What do you expect to happen? How important is it for them to at least keep as much of this crew together as possible? It's important, but when you, as you know, when you when you pay that quarterback it becomes more difficult to keep all the pieces around you, right? And I think, obviously, Joe Burrow is a guy similar to Patrick Mahomes that can make other players better. But you saw Patrick Mahomes take a dip when he lost some of his weapons. He's still Patrick Mahomes. He's still winning games, but he ain't winning games the way he used to. He ain't winning the first year. He had Tyreek Hill. He comes on, he throws 5,000 yards. Okay, he's not winning games the same way. I think it is important. I think T. Higgins, you got to keep one of those guys. I think T. Higgins might be the guy because he might – get more in the open market if yeah. you don't franchise him. The franchise tag ain't cheap either for yeah. receivers. Yeah. So I think T. Higgins might be the guy that walks, and there's a ton of ton of teams that are interested in a big receiver like him. Yeah. Think about the tight end room. I love when Hayden Hurst was on this team during the 2022 season. Um, now, um, last year, they brought in another free agent in Irv Smith Jr. Yeah. I thought Tanner Hudson really emerged. Uh, what do you think about that tight end room with the Cincinnati Bengals and maybe what could be done to improve it? I thought it was average, you know, and I'm, I'm not taking anything away from those guys. I mean, those guys are professionals and, and they did their job, but I think that's something that they need to improve on. If you look at this roster, I think tight end is a position in free agency or the draft that you got to take a look at some things. I think there's some interesting prospects coming up in the draft. I was, uh, I was out at the Senior Bowl yeah. a couple weeks ago and I saw some guys that aren't getting that much aren't getting that much credit. You know, they're not yeah. getting, they're not the, the big name guys, but I think there are guys that will fly under the radar. You can get maybe the third round that can come in and really yeah. do some good things for a team like the Bengals. You get them a quarterback like Joe Burrow comes back when he's healthy and they can really do some good things and guys that can obviously catch the football, but guys that can block too. And for me as a former tight end, that's why I look at. I don't like those guys, those pretty guys running around catching balls, <laughs> not trying to block nobody. They don't even That's need their right. shoulder pads. I want a yeah. guy that can block too. Yeah. Well, um, give me some names. You were at the Super yeah. Bowl. You just mentioned. Yeah. Who were some of the guys that stood out? My my number one guy, number one prospect. I would put him right behind Brock Bowers. And I know there's a, a number of tight ends out there. And obviously Bowers, to me, uh, the Bengals. I don't think are in a position to draft him, but. After Bowers, this guy's name is Ben Sinnott. He's a tight end from Kansas State. 6'4", 250. He measured in well. Big arms, long arms. He's got the, the build of a tight end. Yeah. And I firstly, I saw him running routes. Yeah, I go, okay, yeah. Chris Browts, the guy's pumping his arms and out of breaks, sinking his hips, getting in and out of breaks. I go, can, yeah. he, can he catch the ball? Yeah. The guy was catching the football. Yeah. He's making contested catches. Getting off of jams, getting open. Yeah. Really like this kid. I go, okay, can he block? 
we go to nine on seven and in, in, in the team drills. He's he is he's a dog, and that's the guys I like. He is giving one hundred percent effort. He's playing to the whistle. He can block. So for me, with a tight end, right? Can you run to him in the strength? Yeah, you can. With a guy like Ben, he's going to hold his own. He can run to him in the strength. You don't have to sift him backside if you're running zone to him. Yeah. You don't have to arc release him to the safety if you're running zone to him. You don't have to lead him up on a linebacker. He can hold down a defensive end, and that is something big on huge. big, big on big. Yeah. And another guy I liked was Theo Johnson. The Penn State tight end. He's a big, tall guy that can – he's fast. Yeah. Senate and Johnson are guys I think could possibly get down in the four or fives. Wow. Watching them run. And obviously, a lot of that comes down to technique. How do they start? But they play fast, more importantly. These guys play fast. They both can catch. Johnson's just a big body. who was almost impossible to guard for linebackers. Tough to guard for, for the safeties as well. And just two guys that I think can get down into that third round range that you could bring them in and they'd probably upgrade your room yeah. for a team like the Bengals. Yeah. I've been in rooms with talented evaluators that said, be careful about tight ends, maybe in the top 10 from 15 on down, certainly. And in the second round, which is where they love to take tight ends, yeah. the best of them. But Sam Laporta last year um, arguably had the best rookie season for a tight end in NFL history. Does that change the narrative? And if so, why? Solomon, look at here's you don't have to go any further than right here in Vegas. Yeah. Look at the two teams playing in the game. That's right. Who are their tight ends? Yeah. Kittle and Kelsey. Kittle and Kelsey, the best two tight ends in the league are in the Super Bowl. And like you said, you take a step back and you go into the NFC and AFC championship games, you got Sam Laporta. I mean, this guy, he showed why having a tight end is so important. Yeah. You look at all the success Tom Brady had. Yeah. What's the guy you forget about? Gronk, baby. Big Gronk. <laughs> you give these guys a tight end. Who has dynasties, the two yeah. dynasties? You had Rob Gronkowski, and now, I don't know if you call, if they win this game, you call them a, a dynasty, but you have Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I don't like how tight end has become this position where it, the value isn't there. Just like running back. Look yeah. at the running backs in this game. Yeah. Give give the running backs their credit. Christian McCaffrey, Isaiah Pacheco. These are guys that can play the game, and they are difference makers. And yeah. going back to that Lions draft, yeah, people were making fun of them on draft day. I oh, remember, you draft a tight end, you draft Jameer Gibbs, a running back. What these aren't these aren't positions. Yeah, they had one of the best drafts in recent memory. When you fast forward to right now, what their rookies were able to do mm-hmm. is one of the big reasons they went from not making the playoffs to being a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Super Bowl. There's no doubt, tight ends. Help the offense go. There's no doubt. And in this game, you mentioned it. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Let's start with Kelsey. How has he been able to stay so productive despite an 11-year career? He's still playing as well as he ever has. I met Kelsey before he was even in the league. His brother Jason played on on the the, the Eagles. Obviously, I was drafted by the Eagles. The next year, Jason was was drafted. It's crazy. He's still playing. I'm waking up with back pain. He's still he's still taking on middle linebackers. No, it's crazy. But the thing about Travis, he's a, he's a meticulous guy that takes care of his body first and foremost. But the thing about Travis that I think is so special, you watch him. He's just so good in zone. Some guys don't have a feel like that in zone. Yeah, he's got yeah. an incredible feel yes. to find an open spot in zone. And the fact that he's with Patrick Mahomes gives him the flexibility to use his football awareness yes. because Mahomes trusts him so much. Sometimes he'll break off a route and go, what is he doing? That ain't yeah. the route. That ain't the route. I, I play an Andy <laughs> Reid system. I know what concept they're running yeah, right absolutely. here. That ain't the concept, uh-huh. but hey, he finds his spot. He gets open and some guys can just play. And I'll tell you a quick story about Rob Gronkowski. I go to the New England Patriots back in 2016. One of the big things I was excited about when I signed with the Patriots, I go, I get to see Big Gronk. 
I get to see why I get to pick his brain and see why he's so good. One play, we're in training camp. I see Gronk. He, he makes, you know, he makes a decision. It wasn't exactly what he was supposed to do, but he gets open on a deep in route. He, he cuts it down, throttles in the, in his own. Oh, Gronk, like, what made you? That was such a great read. What made you want to do that? You know, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm expecting some, profound some an analytical, profound <laughs> answer. He goes, you know, you know, Gronk, he's a big dumb animal in, in the best way. I know it's me. He's like, hey man, I, I just, I just saw the guy there, and I just wanted to get open. He could just play. He just gets open, and that's what I can say about Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's also yep. very good against man, very good with contested catches, but the guy just knows how to get open and catch the football. Travis Kelsey, also a former quarterback. I think he has a sense of where the soft spots are in zone, how to work the leverage and man coverage. The key thing is his quarterback reads him the same way, so they have this great feel and great chemistry. I want to ask you about uh, George Kittle. And uh, what really uh, do you think will help him to be able to make a statement in this game in Super Bowl 58? Well, Kittle's that guy that, like I was talking about Ben Sinnott, he's a guy that can do everything, right? Yeah. So he's a guy, Kelsey isn't the guy that's going to sit on the, the, the front side of a, of a zone scheme and, and take advantage, take care of a defensive end. Yeah. George Kittle's just as important yeah. as, as Trent Williams. He's as important as anybody in this running scheme. You're going to see a lot of big personnel out of San Francisco because I don't think the Chiefs are good against big personnel. The base package, their yeah. base package, their 29th in the league, the Chiefs are against the run, against zone schemes, zone runs. They're 25th in the league against zone runs. That is what the San Francisco 49ers do. That's and it. Kittle will make some plays in the run game or the pass game. You're going to see that. But what also you're going to see is Kittle is going to open up some lanes for Christian McCaffrey yeah. Yeah. to run through. And when you watch the film, they show the replays. Make sure you watch George Kittle because that is where he creates a ton of value to as an all-around tight end. He is the best tight end in the world right now. Obviously, receiving tight end Travis Kelsey by far and away. Most receptions in the playoffs in NFL history. Third most touchdowns in the playoffs in NFL history. Can't take anything away from him. But George Kittle, as an all-around tight end, the guys I like to watch. The guy that's yeah. going to go out there and catch a 20-yard pass. He comes back the next play, yeah. and he blocks He blocks his own, blocks a defensive end, can block power, can do a lot of different things. And that's why I think the value of George Kittle is so special. And I think we all remember George Kittle in the NFC Championship game, crushing block on Aiden Hutchinson and laughing while doing it. Yeah. And it was very uh, dominating <laughs> and I think um, very illustrating of what you're talking about. I want to ask you about the um, the game, Super Bowl 58. Who's a winner and why? Man, that's a tough question. I think this one can honestly go either way. I'm leaning Chiefs, though, and I'm not just saying that because Andy Reid was the coach that drafted me. Love Coach Reid. You know, nothing but good things to say about him my time in Philly. But I'm taking the Chiefs. And one of the big reasons why is Chris Jones. Chris Jones had 85 pressures this year. He was fourth in the NFL. And every other every other guy in front of him, the top three, were all edge rushers. He's doing this from the middle of the defense. Pressure in your face if you're a quarterback is tough, is tough to stop. Yeah. Tough to tough to throw the ball. So to me, Chris Jones plays a big role in that. I think Steve Spagnola is such a good defender. Yes, Brock Purdy has the best rating against Blitz. He has the best rating in the league, but Spags is so good at disguising his coverage, so good at throwing different looks at teams, at opposing quarterbacks. I think Spags comes out and, and does a number on this defense. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I do think there's a path for the 49ers. Like I said, yes. they're big, big package. They don't do well against base defense. The Chiefs defense doesn't do good in base defense. The 49ers have Kyle Juszczyk and George Kittle. 
You put those guys in the field, they have to match in base. You can stay in that formation all day. You can split these guys out wide. You can put them inside, and you just create a bunch of mismatches. And obviously, that's one of the reasons 49ers have been so good is because they can do things like that with Juszczyk and Kittle. And I think that's that's a big reason why I think this 49ers could win. But it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes. End of the day, yeah. Pat Mahomes is one of the best to ever do it. Great analysis from former NFL tight end Clay Harbor right here on the Believe in Bingo podcast. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.